Welcome to Wine, Women, and Writing. This is Pamela Fagan Hutchins, and this is the show where I talk with other authors about usually their authentic, complex female characters and the real life experiences they're based upon or wherever they get their mad, crazy ideas. And we do it with warning, a little irreverence, sometimes a dive into oversharing, and something occasionally in our cups that's not FCC approved, but today it's only green tea and matcha. Um, So if you're lucky, that's what we'll do, because it'll be a really fun show. Now, I would tell you before we start that um, if you would like to, or if you want to see the show continue, if you like it, I like it. And here we have a phone ringing. And if you like this show, which is obviously home-based, then you can go out to my website, PamelaFaganHutchins.com. You can see past and future episodes. You can see the books and the authors that I'm going to have on the show and read along and be ready to participate. You can also, if you'd like at that um, super link, make a pledge to continue the show, no matter how small. And if you do, I'm going to give you a shout out. So this week, the shout out and the thanks goes to... Alea and Brianna. So thanks you, you guys for supporting the show. You can also find my Silver Falchon and USA Today's best-selling romantic mysteries there. Learn more about them. Binge them to your heart's content. It won't hurt my feelings. You can also subscribe to the RSS link and get the show, the podcast version, delivered to your favorite device automatically. So enough of that. Um, where's Waldo today? I'm broadcasting from tiny Deleon, Texas, where our beloved blind Boston Terrier PD was bitten last night by a copperhead snake. Oh my gosh, that doggy's a mess. And so he may be snoring extra loud today because his face is puffed up like a balloon, um, but he's going to be fine. Don't worry. And uh, in my cup, I said already green tea and matcha, although last night I had dinner with a friend, Stephanie, and it was something different, I will say. Maybe starts with a T and ends with an I-T-O apostrophe S. Um, Speaking of adorable pets, um, my guest today is the award-winning and quite funny author of Love, Chocolate, and a Dog Named Al Capone, Abigail Drake, and the dog in the book may or may not be based on a real dog in her real life. Welcome, Abigail. I'm so happy to be here, Pamela. I'm so happy to have you, and I'm so happy to tell you guys that before the show started, I actually heard the adorable dog that I just mentioned drinking in the background, so I don't feel bad about whatever PD does today. Keeping it real, right? Right, exactly. And poor Petey, I have sympathy for him because we were at the emergency vet a few weeks ago. Now, that is life imitating art. We'll talk about the book in a minute, but how is Capone? Has he recovered from his emergency room visit? Well, um, it's because of his own bad choices that he ended up in the ER to begin with. Um, I walk him in a field near our house that has uh, corn growing and uh-huh. he was stealing corn. I didn't even realize it. He was stealing it, shucking it in under two minutes and eating it. He had five corn cobs. <laughs> <laughs> Were they um, uh, removed? Um, did they come out organically or did it require medical intervention? It was a uh, surgery, like an incision all the way down his stomach and his intestine was twisted. It was horrible. Um, And then uh, the repercussions were the way the incision cut, it went down to his private area a little bit and it was swollen. See, he was going to the bathroom sideways. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. This is terrible. I mean, a twisted intestine, but I've read the book. 
And because of that, I'm just, I'm conditioned to laugh at anything this dog does. So, and I bet that that was not a free visit to the emergency. No, no, it was about a thousand dollars per corn cob to get it all. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that I'm doing is after I've paid Capone's vet expenses, um, I am donating a portion of my book sales to the emergency vet that we used because while I was there, I saw so many people who had tragic stories, who who had animals that needed care, but they couldn't afford to pay for it. So that's one thing that's really important to my husband and, and I to do is to donate something to them. We're even thinking about like going in incognito and just randomly paying somebody's bill. Oh, that would be, and, and you could just sign it Capone. Yeah. <laughs> And then they'll think it's dirty money, you know, that paid for their bill. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think of that. (laughs) But it makes it even better. (laughs) So for this dog that makes bad decisions to (laughs) So how old is your Capone now? He'll be five on October 15th. And in uh, now I want to preface this by saying, you guys, that that the the book I read of Abigail's for this interview obviously is Love Chocolate and a dog named Al Capone, (laughs) but it's not her first. Um, it's not her first rodeo, so to speak. You've written how many novels? Uh, this is my 11th, but it's the first book I've ever written narrated by a dog. I was going to ask that because you did it masterfully, but you tend to write straight up romance or women's fiction or a, a little sci-fi too, right? You've done a little sci-fi? I have one paranormal romance I yeah. wrote, um, a few years ago. So this was in the same vein and yet a departure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and my target audience is people who like dogs, people who like Jane Austen, people who like coffee. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> it is well, you know, in the age of social media, you can target those ads any way you need to. So there you go. You can find these people. Well, you got me on all counts because I really enjoyed it, and I find myself to be a pretty harsh critic of books because I read so much yeah. for the show, for manuscript critiques. And, and you know, it's gotten where none of it's for my own enjoyment. And I literally, you guys, with this book, I was laughing out loud and I was calling Eric over and reading passages to him. And he's like, what are you laughing so hard about? I'm like, I'm going to pee, I'm going to pee. <laughs> really funny. Um, so we've been teasing about it. Tell us a little bit about the book, if you will. Well, it's a love story told from the perspective of a Labrador retriever, because why not? Um, And people have asked me about uh, the heat level of it. And I'm like, it's told by a dog. I'm not (laughs) into detail. No heat. Completely appropriate for anybody. Um, Yeah, that would be bizarre. But (laughs) the way it started, he's licking my toes right now as we speak. The way it started um, is because I started a Facebook page um, kind of by accident. My nieces live overseas in Istanbul, Turkey. And so they wanted to see pictures of the puppy every day. And I thought that might be annoying for the people who follow my regular Facebook page. So I just created a Facebook page for them. Um, and every day I would post a picture and a little story about what ridiculous thing the dog did the day before. Yeah. It was just for them. But then I noticed other people in my family were reading it and friends and then like people in Iceland were reading (laughs) (laughs) Capone gets about 10,000 hits a week. It's crazy. Um, he, he has a fan club. So I thought for those people, I wanted to write a book from his perspective. I didn't intend to write 
a women's fiction rom-com novel from... <laughs> It's almost a romantic mystery too. I mean, it it really hits all, it's almost a little cozy. So, you know, I really enjoyed that it was, it was a full-fledged book. It was a well-plotted, well-thought-out book with really cute hooks besides the dog. So I was really impressed because there's, there's some CRAP written in pet point of view out there. I'm warning you guys, this book was hilarious. <laughs> it's doggy do. It's doggy do, baby. <laughs> I love that. By the way, I was trying to think about what um, the name of the show should be today. Occasionally I have male protagonists on. Mm-hmm. Not dogs, but male protagonists on. So then I'll say, okay, instead of wine, women are writing today, we'll call it mescal men and mystery. Mm-hmm. But what do you call it when it's a dog? Okay. So the best I could come up with was, um, hold on, where did I write this down? It was um, pond water, puppies and pulp fiction. That's the best I could do. So if you come up with something better, let me know, but that's what we're going with today. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> so before we talk about the book anymore, um, we are running a surprise contest today. For those of you that are watching the show, you're going to get two chances to enter. And the way that you enter is Abigail's going to tell you what the question is and you're going to answer it in the comments, but it has to be on my Pamela Fagan Hutchins author original Facebook live post. And it has to be done before midnight on September 11th. Okay. Cause that's the day of the show. You may be hearing this podcast, maybe seeing this on YouTube. You're no longer eligible to participate. The early bird does get the worm. So <laughs> Abigail, what's their first way to enter this contest to get a copy of your adorable book? Well, the first way I think should be to share a picture of their pet. And if you can, them doing something ridiculous that's even better and if you don't have a pet then just share a funny pet meme that or a dog or cat meme that you you found amusing there you go guys so that's your first chance there'll be another one before the end of the show so you have an, uh two chances to win a copy of the book if you're in the u.s then you can get a paperback copy if you are international to abigail then you will get an ebook copy right Okay, so back to the good stuff. Um, So not only is this book semi-autobiographical for Capone. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) You pulled from real stupid things he's done? Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Most of the scenes that you may have laughed at when you read it were probably actually things that had happened. And they maybe aren't so funny at the moment they happen because some of these sound like corn cobs, you know, like expensive or embarrassing or whatever, but they are hilarious. Well, just today, for example, what I posted today on my Capone page, um, yesterday I decided to go out and get the mail. So I let him out the front door, not realizing the FedEx man was walking up my driveway with a big, heavy box. And the FedEx man is Capone's favorite person in the whole wide world. So he's so excited. But the FedEx man, unfortunately, had been eating his sandwich in the truck and he dropped some, some ketchup on his like private area. And so Capone is licking him like crazy. And the man holding a box and holding a scanner and like trying to keep my 80 pound dog away from his crotch. Oh, my goodness. So that's just like... I think all dogs do stuff like that. And I think that's why people can relate to my Facebook page and also to the book. Also, that does affect the heat rating. I've got to say. <laughs> Oops, sorry. 
Yeah. Woo! I'm getting hot and bothered. Um, anyway. Yeah. I do think that people really can relate to the funny things that, um, the pets do and, and you made it fun too, because you know, who doesn't love Jane Austen? Who doesn't love a bookstore? Who doesn't love romance and a little mystery? Um, but speaking of the autobiographical, oh, la, 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 can't speak this morning, um, <laughs> autobiographical elements in the book. Am I correct that the setting of the town has special meaning and value to you as well? Well, it does because it's in Beaver, Pennsylvania, and that's where we live. <laughs> yes, it's in Beaver County next to the Beaver River, next to Beaver Falls, Big Beaver, Little Beaver, Western Beaver. I'm almost said something about the heat rating again, but I'm just going to stop. <laughs> you have a beaver diving team. <laughs> okay, I am going to wet my pants. This is worse than the book. Ah! Um, okay, so um, have you ever set books in your hometown before? Um, I have a series that's set in Pittsburgh, which is uh, not very far away from Beaver, and that's called Southside Stories, and that's a series of women's fiction with magical realism elements to it. I'll have to check those out. Those are stories after my own heart. And yet, here we have Capone and Beaver. It's a match <laughs> made in heaven. Yes, it is, and many of the shops and places I mentioned in the book are actually exist. And last weekend, it was Beaver County Book Fest. So I was there and I got to give some of the store owners a copy of the book because it's a it's a really nice community. And they have a lot of little events like that that are fun. That is awesome. Um, the town that, well, my husband and I have houses in a couple of little towns just to keep it really confusing. But <laughs> one of them is 500, one's 350, and another one of them is 2100. So Beaver, I actually looked up before we got online because I thought that sounds like a tiny town. And it is pretty tiny, but yet it is it is huge by the standards of our tiny little town. What, it's less than 5,000. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's east versus west, you know, I think. Well, now you're in Texas, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, so of all your books, taking a step back from just the beloved love chocolate Al Capone but do you have a favorite of all your books oh my gosh this is like Sophie's choice mm -hmm. like which kid do I put on the train um Absolutely. in it, actually um Capone has been a fun book to write it was a difficult book to write because it's really hard to to stay in that point of view <laughs> to put your mind into a Labrador but I was really proud when it was finished yeah um, the other book I'm really proud of is one that came out in June called the Hocus Pocus Magic Shop because my main uh, character is a chemistry PhD candidate named Grace and I am not a science person um, everyone in my family is and one of my sons is um, he's studying bioinformatics at university but he's a chemistry TA so I had him check the information in the book to make sure I got it right. And he was both surprised and terrified that I was able to Google enough information. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got it right. Uh -huh. so that made me proud. It really made me proud. So you really, you've gone really far out there on taking protagonists that are different from you then, a PhD candidate in chemistry and a dog. I mean, yeah. it's just... You know, you, you'd be great at writing, you know, other worlds and stuff because you have this ability to step completely outside yourself. You know, speaking of, of doggy do or dogs, <laughs> uh, books that aren't that had um, 
uh, canine protagonist. I think the only other one that I ever really fell in love with was, I think his name is Spencer Quinn. And he does a mystery series with a German shepherd that is the pet of a PI. And it stays so completely in character and so ADHD. The dog is like, you know, um, all of the you'll have to check them out. It may not have been a genre you were drawn to in the beginning, but now that you have embarked upon it, I recommend them. Now my Belgian Malinois is going to bark outside the door. She's like, what am I? Chopped liver? The bus carriers <laughs> inside. And you I am special too. <laughs> um, so in, in, um, I'm going to give you a test now. <laughs> this is the test of, uh, I read your bio. Now I have to at, make sure first that when you say you're a Trekkie, you mean Star Trek. Of you don't course. mean like trekking across the wilderness. No, no that's outside. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say nothing about you strikes me uh, so far as I've got a compass and I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm out in the wilderness. I could be wrong though. But if you had to pick, would it be coffee or red wine? Only one? Only one. Well, right now I have got my coffee in my mug, <gasps> so I'm having delusions of grandeur this morning. So I thought I I drink from this mug. Um, I would have to say honestly, coffee, just yeah. because I would be unable to function without it. But it would be a very big loss. In yeah. My- I couldn't drink wine. Well, talk about the Sophie's Choice again. Yeah. So on that on that point, I, I've read that you have three sons. Is that I, right? You do. And Capone are the kids. <laughs> Let me think about that. Um, <laughs> the boys have all moved out. They're all in college or. Oh, so you like them a lot now. Yeah. So they're, they're, I really enjoy them now that they're not here all the time. So I have to choose my children. Don't let the dog hear that. They, they don't, um, they don't eat corn cobs. That's a start. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, they do other things, but yeah. They do. We, uh, yes. And so the last one is the, I, I read that you're a book hoarder. So if you had to choose between your hoard of books or say a collection of Star Trek original episodes, which would it be? It would be books. I couldn't give up my book for anything. Um, although that would be a loss as well, because I do have a lot of like little collection. <laughs> you go to the conventions, you go to the conventions. I haven't, but I need to. And I almost went to a furry convention by accident, but my son, my son said, mom, you can't. And I'm like, that is so cool. I want to go see where all these squirrels and foxes and stuff are walking to, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should, t- you should go to one of the comic cons, you know, then you get a little of all of it and, you know, they usually have really good literary tracks. So I did go to a sci-fi uh, conference once. Um, and I realized at that point that I thought I was really nerdy until I went to that conference. And then I realized I'm not even the tip of the iceberg. I mean, these wow. Everybody there was like a physicist or something. <laughs> and they do all the cosplay now, which yeah, yeah. is fun. And yet I'm a little introverted. I know. I know it doesn't seem like it when I'm on my show, but I am. I'm a hermit. And to get in a costume and say, look at my costume. It's just like, <gasps> you know. I did. I did win a contest there um, for best um, costume in the hallway, but I wasn't actually wearing a costume. You're so kidding no, I have a skirt. It's a light. It, it's a constellation skirt and has lights in it. It has like a battery pack and it like flickers twinkle lights. And I just wore it because I thought sci-fi, but I actually wear that skirt sometimes just for the heck of it. Um, and I won a prize. 
That's totally awesome. And I bet people were wildly jealous because they like, you know, get their suits custom made and they have on all this hair up to here and makeup. And you're like, I wear this every day. Yeah. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I'm like, please light up. What's the problem with that? Okay. So when I saw your profile picture, mm-hmm. speaking of original dressing and portraying Wonder Woman, I literally saw that picture and I thought, Holly Hunter, Miss Firecracker. Do you know the, <laughs> you know the movie? No. I mean, it's a movie where she is in a, she's got the beautiful long wavy hair like you have. And oh, she is, and I love crazy long hair. Yeah. Beautiful. And she's, and I love Holly Hunter, but she, it's a movie where she's decided she's going to enter a beauty um, pageant and she uh, has designed these beautiful sequined costumes. And mm-hmm. I looked at the picture and I'm like, that is red, white, and blue sequins across your chest. And you've got that wonderful Wonder Woman, Holly Hunter hair, you know, long and wavy. Mm-hmm. Firecracker. So anyway, there's another. That was actually a Halloween costume. And I, I took that picture before we went out. Um, my husband went as Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> I went as a go-go dancer. So I had red boots on and yeah, it was really fun. Hey, that's, it's, it is totally the vibe I was getting because it's a, it's a little bit historical, the movie. So anyway. You were Miss Firecracker to me. I'm going to go with that. She's always so funny. Uh, Always so funny to me. Um, So did you have a previous life before you were a writer or a current life where you were something else other than a writer? Well, I have, I have both kind of, um, I studied Japanese and economics in university, which uh, that's probably the least useful thing I could possibly study for Beaver, Pennsylvania, um, because the only diversity here is height and weight. There's no, like, <laughs> there's no diversity. Um, <laughs> but I, I was able to live in Japan and work in Japan for three years. And I met my husband there. Yes. It's very, very cool. And he's from Istanbul. Um, so we lived in Istanbul for three years after that. So I speak Turkish too, but most of my career was import export or teaching English as a second language. Um, now I write full time, which is awesome. Um, but I'm also a member of the school board. <laughs> Your kids have graduated. You're yeah. such a good person. Yeah. Um, and I teach writing classes for children at our local library. So that's, that's- fun. Also, one more thing, on Capone's page, every week on Tuesday and Thursday, we talk about a pet that's up for adoption at our local shelter, and he, we share the story from the pet's perspective just to kind of make them seem like a, a person, um, and so far, 95% of the pets have been adopted, and yesterday, I posted about a dog, and I thought, oh, this poor dog, Jackie, she's not going to get adopted. She got adopted that afternoon. That's so I, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So basically, okay, now I'm starting to hate her. She like donates to her vet to cover people's vet bills. And she like helps dogs get adopted. And she teaches kids for fun. You know, you are Wonder Woman. You're yeah, get my mug. Oh, here I am. <laughs> no, that is super, super cool. And on top of that, she's giving away a book today. So let's have people enter the contest again. Remember, you have to leave the comment on my Pamela Fagan Hutchins author Facebook page original post on September 11th okay for this show and your first entry was what was the first entry it was picture it was of a pet picture of a pet or a cute pet me mm-hmm. so what's their second chance here let's go with uh your favorite Jane Austen 
either a meme or quote or main character who's a man, like Mr. Darcy in a wet shirt or something like that? (laughs) Bonus points if it is Mr. Darcy in a wet shirt. Just saying, I might pick that one. Um, But Capone would appreciate this one because, of course, the book is about his quest to you know, be renamed as Mr. Darcy and to find the Mr. Darcy romance for, um, for his beloved new owner. So it's super, super appropriate and also so cute. Um, so do that today, you guys, and sorry, if you're listening to the podcast, um, or the recorded video cast, it's just impossible for us to run a contest that extends past, um, into the uncertain future. So you snooze, you lose, guys. Um, now, what are you working on next? What's coming down the pike? I'm working on a women's fiction novel. It's called Writing Mr. Right. And it's about four romance writers who have horrible marriages and their relationships are on the rock. And so they decide to write each of them who their perfect man would be. And they have like a little ceremony and they burn their 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 perfect man page. Um, and then these men start appearing in their lives, but they're all mixed up. So the woman who wanted the bad boy on a motorcycle is getting the Scottish Highlander. And, you know, it's 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 very it's fun to write. And especially because I spent way too much time around romance writers. So I kind of know the personality types and know the quirks. And um, so I'm having fun with it. I hope nobody gets mad. <laughs> They're going to look at it and be going, that you know what wrote about me. <laughs> well, I've, been, I've been sharing it with my husband kind of chapter by chapter. He never reads my stuff, but um, he, he enjoys this one for some reason. But he keeps saying like, wait, who is this? Who is, is this Kathy? And I'm like, no, this is fiction. It's nobody. Do the, do, the, do the writers that it's mostly based upon know that you've drawn inspiration from them? Or are, is this going to be just the big, oh, no, it's none of you? Well, one of them, one of them did have a situation that I thought was too good not to write. And so I asked her if I could use it and she said, please use it because I can't. Um, so I showed her the chapter already that has it in, but, um, other than that, it's, it's kind of based on people, different people put together, but it's a lot of fun. I I love it. I like to write books that are, are, are happy and you can just have a fun time reading them. And on a day like this, on September 11th, um, it's the day when I think that this is the most important thing that we realize there is good in the world and there is joy in the world. And we experience that through our writing, through our reading and through how we live. There is such a trend these days towards really twisted, um, you know, no redeemable values to any of the characters fiction. It's by the way, my mother and father's pet peeve. So I'm going to tell them about your book, Um, but it's true that that's what we seem to be gobbling up reading. But on the other hand, I find it true in the world that there's so much good in people and that even in the midst of evil and tragedy, what rises is resilience and goodness. And so, so many, um, a happy ending. Sad ones too. Obviously, this is a day of, of sad endings, but yeah. hopefully um, we remember to look for the good. And you know, Mr. Rogers is also from Pittsburgh. And what he always said was look for the helpers. And mm-hmm. that's something that I always hold close on a day like this. And I think I found one today because you certainly are a helper of other people. <laughs> Thank you. So I have laughed very hard. We have fulfilled our team too much information a little um, <laughs> oversharing and some a little risque references to dog sex. A little there by accident. 
and other animals. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so this has been, by the way, I always have to say this, a solely owned and copyrighted production of Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. And all thanks go to the goddess of producing, Pam Stack. Thank you for, um, for the work you do on behalf of authors um, so that we can do these interviews and share these wonderful authors and their books with readers like you guys out there. Um, for those of you that as I said, want to see the show continue, please go out to my website, PamelaFaganHutchins.com. You can go to the show page. You can pledge support, get your name called out on the show. And you can also subscribe directly to your favorite um, <clears throat> device. And hint, hint, read my books, binge them. Um, and then when you're out there, I'm, I'm actually reading now to make sure I get this right. Next week's guest is New York Times bestseller, Lara Griffin, and her steamy military romantic suspense, Total Control, new show, heat rating warning. And um, be sure you read that so that you'll be able to really tune in with um, great interest to what we're talking about. And if you haven't read it yet, and if you don't win the contest, you may be waiting to see if you do. Be sure and go out and read Love Chocolate and a Dog Named Al Capone. And I promise you will laugh very hard, very hard. So, Abigail, thank you so much for being on. And so talking to you. It was really fun. And please thank Capone for me for being such an incredible muse. He's on the couch snoring right now. So. Good. Well, Petey tells him hi and Georgia. Um, and uh, and in addition to, oh, I should ask, are there going to be any more Capone books? I think there have to be because he's done so much since I've written this book. He's had near death experiences. He's he's fixed. <laughs> that was big. Oh. <laughs> that would be a not a heat a kill rating. <laughs> um, and. So if, and you guys, if you want to go out and find his Facebook page, what should they look for on Facebook to find Al Capone's page? Capone the Wonder Dog. Wonder Dog. That's so fitting. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. So you guys do that. Go out and find Capone the Wonder Dog and um, check out Abigail's website, abigaildrake.com. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>